Welcome everyone to tonight's Her By Salon Talk. I am Marcia Garrier, founder of Her Sweet Spot, and it's my pleasure to have you guys in the salon today. How's it going, everyone? Happy Tuesday. I'm excited for my guest today, a amazing and amazing woman, friend, and overall champion for all women to advance and succeed. Tina Powell is the CEO of C-Suite Social Media, a full-service digital marketing and social media marketing consultancy for leaders in financial services who want to stand out. With over 20 years of hands-on digital marketing campaign and strategy experience, Tina's extensive experience has kept her on the leading edge of marketing and social media. Prior to founding C-Suite, social media. Tina was a partner at Beacon Wealth Management, an SEC registered RIA firm based in Hackensack, New Jersey, tri-state area, acquired by Mercer Advisors. Tina is a TEDx speaker and the host of In the C-Suite, my sister in the podcast business, exactly. a, podcast, <laughs> a podcast that explores contemporary themes for mid and senior women leaders in the financial services and wealth management industry. Tina is a judge for the wealthmanagement.com industry awards and Stevie awards, the world's premier business award. She has an MA in graphic communication. So and technology from New York university. So she is more than experienced to be the one to lead us in a conversation about truly how to have why digital marketing is so important and so key. Tina, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Marsha. What an awesome experience to be in your salon tonight. I am so, so thankful. And everyone, I hope that everyone listening right now and watching that you're taking incredible, that you're taking inventory of all of the beauty that's here and all of these special touches. Marsha, I literally feel like you and I are sitting down in the same room I have my uh, my uh, coffee and my Christmas tree cup here, and I, I'm just so honored to be in the salon with you. You put together such a professional show. You put so much of your heart and soul into it. it really, is truly an honor. So thank you so much. You're you're just so awesome. Thank you, Tina. You know, coming from you, it is really. Truly my honor to have you say that and to affirm me for the things that I'm doing inside Her Sweet Spot, especially when it comes to the media part, because you know the four pillars of Her Sweet Spot are mindset, money, marketing, and media. And it's important for me to show our women inside Her Sweet Spot how important it is to put together media, whether it is your own media production or you joining other people's podcasts. And so that is really important to me. You have been such an inspiration. I've been on your podcast. You have blown me away. Oh my God, my box of cookies is somewhere. I kept it because I love it so much. The box is so cute. <laughs> sent sure me cookies, right? I was a guest on your show and yeah. um, lo and behold, you sent me, I mean, that wasn't even part of the conversation. We didn't even get to the part where we wanted to really talk about yeah what makes you so inspiring. But I just wanted to share that. Thank you for being who you are and impressing upon me the goodness of your heart. You know what, Marsha? Thank you for that. And you are the mother to a phenomenal son. And the fact that you took time away from 
you know, what you were doing, your responsibilities as a professional woman in business of your own enterprise, right? And your and gosh, all of the things that you do for other people, you know, professionally and personally, it meant a lot. You know, I was I was embarrassed, truthfully, that the gifts took so long, and I, you know, needed help with my team of people trying to be able to get help to send gifts all over the place and coordinate this massive effort and to find just the right gift. And so Sugar Wish cookies are just awesome, right? You just, they, they have such a cute box and you just feel good. And, and that's how you made me feel when you were on the podcast. Uh, the podcast is, is in 610 cities right now, 39 countries. So it's not only a message that resonated with me, Marsha, it's a res it's a message that resonated with all women. Yeah. And, you know, we need your inspiration. You are, you know, you're putting together all of these like really impressive digital initiatives at a time, the way that you're bringing your game here, your A game, I'm blown away. I'm so impressed. Thank you so much. You know, it's, it's my passion and I'm so thankful that people are recognizing it and I'm no longer keeping it a secret because for many years I've been doing this even way before 2014 when we did the first Her Rise or uh, Women on the Rise then conference, but I've been keeping it a secret, right? Running that little underground railroad yeah. women through in corporate America with their side hustles because it hasn't always been something that women could bring their whole selves and really talk about their side passions to the table but let me get into some of the goodness that all about you i really want people to learn about you i said some amazing phenomenal things i don't know if people got what i was picking picked up what i was putting down when reading your bio but your career and your journey in the c-suite is truly inspiring like i said you know can you share a little bit more about your journey to becoming a partner, right? Wow. Now, we didn't even, we'll get to the acquisition part later, but how do you make it where you become a partner of a firm in the thin space, whether it's FinTech or FinServe, it's, it's a feat for any woman to do. I'll tell you the short answer to it because I wanna, you know, obviously I want people to take away from this. And the big thing is this, like, and, it's to act like you're already that partner mm -hmm. or that business owner or that mm -hmm. VP before you even have the title. That's so, right. you know, so many in school and, you know, in, a, in the, the traditional environments that have taught you and I, Marsha, right, you know, growing up as that, you know, you need to, when you get somewhere and then you somehow you're like, I don't know, you know, glorified from it. and it, that's not how it happens. Well, first of all, life is unfair, right? So you can work your you could work your buns off for a promotion and not get recognized, right? So let's just let's just call that. So you know, is part of it hard work and how you show up? Absolutely. Right. Um, the second part is what your environment looks like, right? Not everybody is willing to is willing to accept uh, female leadership. I'm just I'm just calling it out, right? More and more business owners are, but you have to be in a place that really welcomes, you know, female leadership into the C-suite where people are saying, you know what, actually, you're exactly what we want. Because, you know, look, I, I'm not for everyone. I recognize that I'm not trying to be for everyone, but right. I just came to my my job at Beacon Wealth Management where I was just it was, you know how this started? It is it is a wild, wild story. 
right? We want to so, hear it. It's a wild story. So really, really fast. There was a part of my life where I felt like I was in a blender and my life was like sweet, like Wizard of Oz. Like there I am, Dorothy, it's a hurricane. I'm going all over the place. My father was in a nursing home for five years. At that time, I was class mother. My kids were both in Oradell Public School. My father had no insurance, no money. He lived in another state. He was divorced from my mom for like forever, you know, and then here we are. And then I get this call. So basically, long story short, he's in a nursing home for five years. We're at the mercy of the systems trying to get him the best care possible, given the unbelievable horrendous circumstances that we're in and then finally after that i was like you know what this is so what is this here to teach me oprah always says like what is this here to teach me i love that i love 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 that expression and so i looked and i said gosh if i'm gonna live my life the same way then that's all wrong this is like meant to teach Mm -hmm. i'm stupid i'm a total i was total clueless about money and retirement accounts and investments and all these things was so confused by money insurance like all these things it was just like a big blur so i knew marketing i knew marketing really really well i have a business degree from undergrad i've got a master's and you'd be surprised how many people are like me i was just talking to someone actually like like and 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 he was a jd and and he felt the same way that I did. And it was like, you could have the, you could have the best degrees from whatever school. It means nothing with finance. We don't get taught enough of the finance part. So then after that, Marsha, I made a, I made a decision. I'm like, well, okay, no marketing. I don't really know money, but I I know that I want to get, I want to learn about money. So I went on Craigslist and I took a job. It was a side hustle. I worked 20 hours a week for Northwestern Mutual Financial Network for the director of operations, Rochelle Kaplan. And she gave me a chance. And we were basically, my job was to look at the, you know, who was getting promoted, the up and comers, you know, reach out to them, you know, cold call and market and all of that. And that's how I originally got into financial services. You know, could we see the I don't mean to interrupt you, but that is so that's like a nugget you just dropped on everybody listening and watching. Because you took a side hustle not to start your own business, but to explore further passions and and an interest that you had in in another industry, in another field. That's like bomb drop. Everyone should know side (laughs) hustles are not always based through entrepreneurship. They are also jobs, right? It's not a job. That's your side hustle. And you used your passion and what you wanted to learn to actually take you to that side hustle. Oh, and that's what led you. Oh yeah. And you take any job that you can get, right? And I was like, it's called get your foot in the door strategy. Maybe it was paid like, I don't know, $20 an hour, $25 an hour. I didn't care. All I cared was that all of a sudden now I had Northwestern Mutual Financial Network on my Vitae. And that mm-hmm. meant that I could start, you know, slowly, slowly, slowly kind of climbing the ladder because financial services companies, like, unfortunately, they won't hire anybody without financial without experience. experience. Right? Yes. You, Marcia, does it, it tell me, does it make you crazy that we're like, we talk about financial literacy and all these things, and yet, we won't hire people who where I was, I had college degrees, I had two degrees, 
and I had no financial experience, but I had a, I had a willingness to learn and no right. one touch me. Insane. Originally I had to take a, take another job. And again, go through if there's, there's, what do they say? Whatever. If there's not a door, if there's not a path, like make a path. I just kept on knocking on doors. Yeah. Right. I want to, I want to work for you. And then they, and then we say, if there's no uh, seat at the table, you bring your own chair. You, and that's the other side to being a woman in such a male dominated industry. And, and so your passion then brought you inside the industry. You started as a side hustler to become then a partner and then eventually having your firm get the like ultimate goal, which I say all the time for any startup is to be acquired, right? How phenomenal of a story do you have? And where's your book, Tina? That's all I want to know. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, it'll be manifested one day. I, I've, I've had it, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm like the podcast was such a big nut to crack, right? The book is definitely, I would love to pass along those learnings. And what it was, was that I had no idea that I was going to be a partner in a wealth management firm nothing i had no idea that i was going to be you know head of a digital marketing agency and financial services none of that showed up i was just i was grateful i had a job i was grateful that i had a job in a fail field that i know that i needed to learn about because i saw even though like my father had gone through all of this turmoil because he had no planning my mother was the opposite you know my mother worked for a tax accountant for 13 years so her story was fundamentally different from my father's story, but felt I still I felt like I felt very insecure as a woman. I felt like I should know something about money, right. about my own money, because if I want to have a lot of it, how can I have a lot of it if I don't even understand what it is? Wow, bomb drop. How can you have a lot of it when you don't even understand what it is? And that's the purpose of money being one of the pillars of her sweet spot, having giving women the foundation and the understanding of how money works. And I love that. So you went from, you know, having a business degree and, and doing marketing and going into the financial industry and now full circle, right? You're, you're the CEO and founder of your own digital marketing agency. Yeah, but I want to say one other thing, right? During that time, right? I wasn't a partner originally. Again, I came in and I was just hungry to learn. Yeah. But the other thing that I did is I went for another certification. Is I went for, I studied for a series 65. Now you're talking to somebody that did horrible, horrible on her SATs. I mean, embarrassing, right? And so what I did was when I made the decision to, to study for the series 65 and to go for that, mm -hmm. I hired an executive coach who was a PhD in astrophysicist mm -hmm. to get through that, right? Because I was like, okay, so if it takes the average person three months to study for the, that exam, I mean, I work with people who are like, oh yeah, you know, I took a look at the book and, and then I, I took the exam. This is a three hour exam, like the SATs where you're like, this is like serious. They are recording you like you're you can't have like even a sweater. They did more security on me going into that exam and checking every part of my body than more security than that than me getting on an airplane last weekend for TSA. Right. And you were you were ready because you hired 
and executive yes. coach. I am so happy. Uh, that de- that deserves applause. I love that. <laughs> that really, really deserved an applaud for you to know. And what everyone watching should know is that coaches help. Coaches help you learn and or process and get to the next level. So, you know, I didn't even pay her to say that, but I appreciate you for bringing that to the table. I want to learn really more about the business of digital marketing. Can you explain briefly exactly what is uh, um, digital marketing and what are some of the types of digital marketing? Because we do talk about this a lot inside her sweet spot and people are still, especially new and up and coming um, entrepreneurs, they're still a little intimidated by the thought of saying they need to do digital marketing. Yeah, and it is overwhelming, right? It's overwhelming even for digital marketers. What I would say about trying to give it a, a a, a formal definition, let's take the two words and divide them. So marketing is everything that you do to promote your business, even from how I pick up the phone, right? Marsha is, I think that her sweet spot is is an awesome example of just like, you know, of marketing, right? Everything that that Marsha does, you know, even leading up to this podcast, how we communicated with each other, what her what her brand, what her brand looks like, what it feels like, what it what what you hear it with, right? Like all of these like a big mass of, of perception about about that, but it's everything. That, that somebody's doing to promote their their brand not not in a salesy kind of way right. but just, you know and and brands were developed because long ago in like whatever like after caveman times you had to know like hey that's this person's uh, shampoo versus that person's shampoo right we needed a way for us to distinguish one product from another because it was like oh yeah no I want to buy her shampoo versus you know, her shampoo or whatever, right? That's that's how like a lot of this branding got started. Right. So marketing is everything that you do to promote your business. The digital side is exactly this, right? Digital is is the online stuff. It's the stuff that we can't really teach, uh, t- you know, we can't really touch it, you right. know, the same way that I can, you know, that I can touch this. And we know that the digital aspect of things right now has permeated like our desktops, our, we've got, I've got a laptop right here. I've got a, a phone right over here. Downstairs, I have an Alexa device, right? Mm-hmm. So it's this idea of now taking marketing and pumping it through all of these digital channels. That's what makes it so overwhelming, right, Marsha? It's not just mm-hmm. one channel. It's everywhere. Right. It's just right? so many, it, you know, knowing what's right, like, how important is it to small businesses from any industry to truly invest in digital marketing, even though they are intimidated? I have met so many people and I think the pandemic really um, exploited or really yeah. brought out so many of these people that were against digital marketing and against what they thought was simply social media. I'm not a social media person. I'm not there to hang out and play whatever they thought social media was for, but it's actually a way, like you said, to market, promote, and connect with your customers, which people, a lot of people neglected. How important is it for any business in any industry to really invest in digital marketing? Yeah, it's really important and you don't need a gazillion dollars to do it. I'm living proof of that, right? 
I will tell you that nobody we are living proof of that. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to do a brand, a business with a brand that's shrinking and silent. You know, if you're not showing up, if you're not like coming out in the world and expressing your point of view and, you know, who you are and what you stand for and what you value, you know, our team just put an amazing video together. Uh, I want to give Kimmy Rice who is our social media intern, kudos, because if it weren't for her, Marsha, we wouldn't have been able to do that, right? You don't need a, an expensive budget. You don't need to hire expensive agencies. Right. I swear, you can just talk to the people in your network, talk to Marsha, talk to me, you know? Don't be overwhelmed by social media. Don't like all of a sudden think you've got to do everything on social media. It's impossible. Just pick like where's where's your where's your squad, right? right? Where are the people that you connect with? Where are the people that you potentially do business with? That's where you need to go. For us, it's LinkedIn. You know, for us it's LinkedIn. And also too, I would say like the podcast too. Like a lot of our audience, a lot of our clients, they're they listen to all kinds of podcasts. N not just mine, not just yours, a, a ton of them, right? So right. if I can't find information about you, Marsha, and you asked an awesome question, like, does every business need to do digital marketing? Absolutely, yes. You need yeah. to have a digital presence because at some point people are going to search for you. And if you don't come up, you don't exist. Right. I can't change buyer behavior. That is the buyer behavior of 2021. It's yeah. only going to continue to to get worse so it doesn't mean that you have to post pictures of you know your family and do things that you're uncomfortable with again marsha will give you some great strategies i'll give you straight great strategies but if your business isn't if you're not if you or your business aren't even on linkedin uh i i good luck with that right right it's, it's important. not a strategy even if you are a service-based business LinkedIn is an amazing place to be. It's it's finding your space, finding your ecosystem, where the people you need to impact and serve. When you don't show up, you are actually not helping the people who need you the most. So showing up is really important to, to the impact that you know in your heart you want to do. And digital marketing is all about that, whether it's your website or using um, any social platforms as your um, space to, to find your ecosystem. And so I'm excited for finding out where you guys are running your digital marketing. Put it in the comments, put it in the chat. Let us know what platforms you're using. But Tina, as you, you know, navigated your journey between being a employee and employer because as you said hey kimmy if she's watching i know the um kimmy she's an amazing um person on your team young woman on your team uh tell me how did you have a sponsor did you have a when you were going through those growing pains and breaking those uh, um glass ceilings for yourself in the fintech space did you have a mentor or a sponsor yeah, well, so first of all, I would say my partner, Mark, has been so, so supportive. He has been my rock. So you need a rock. You you can't do this by by yourself. I didn't do this by myself. Um, also, too, like people put up with me 
while I tried to master the learning curve, I made a lot of mistakes, Marsha, you know, mm -hmm. especially on the people side, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't get a crash course and, you know, in effective, like in managing a business. And, and even right now I belong to a mastermind and I'm getting coached right now. As a matter of fact, I got coached today and I was on a call. I was in a zoom call with 12 other people and we come from all over the world to learn best practices about, you know, marketing and dis digital agencies and how to make less mistakes. We know we're going to still make mistakes. Right. Um, Which we call so, lessons, Tina. We call mistakes lessons. Yeah, I love that. I love that, Marsha. That's so great. And, and those lessons are okay. So I had sponsors. I had mentors. The majority of them were male. I have to say, it's funny because I have a podcast that you know, is really devoted to women's voices because I felt like where where the proportion of women's voices compared to men's voices on the internet, where were these stories? There weren't enough women. So like you, right? Like we're like, okay, here it is. Come, come inside, sit in my salon, be a guest in my salon here. You know, how how awesome is that? I had so much help. And I and I'll tell you the big mistake. This is another, you know, I guess, woo, you know, a moment here. I didn't ask for help the way I should have initially. I regret that I wasn't a little bit more forward mm. or more proactive. I was yeah. very insecure in the beginning about, you know, not having enough being in financial services and not not understanding it to the depth that I wanted to. Yeah. And therefore, I was very insecure. You know, I had went through that whole thing, imposter syndrome. And, you know, that's why getting registered and getting that license was so important. It was like vindicating uh, to me. Right. And right. So what a, well, thank you, Erica. That was so awesome mm -hmm. of you. I love that you that you mentioned something about LinkedIn and the analytics. Thank you so yeah. much, Erica. Um, so I mean, so that's you. You don't get. I need lots, I still need lots of help. I Now I'm smart enough that I ask for help. That I, you know, one of the things and what, <laughs> many of the principles that I talk about with my mastermind clients and some of which Erica is one of them and Marjorie who, who are watching now, we did an exercise not too long ago about um, preparing the ask. And you just said, you realized earlier on you didn't, have an ask or didn't prepare that ask. And it's really important. It's one of the things that we teach and kind of practice the harness of asking. It's such a thing. We don't know. And, it, you know, the members were like, hmm, I never thought about that because I never thought that I had a blockage uh, of asking and or, you know, because people ask me what do I need all the time? And then it's kind of like, oh, I'm not sure what I need. I know what I need. But then yeah. when they ask you, what do you need? It's like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. So it's really important to even practice that ask. Yeah, you and learn to say yes. You know, dropping all the gems, Tina. Oh, you know what? And here's the other thing, right? Like, this sounds really weird, Marsha, but the way to like acknowledge and accept help is even in your everyday. Somebody wants to hold the door open for you. 
Somebody wants to get you something. Can I get you this? Say yes. Like no matter who it is, just start conditioning yourself to say yes in the normal aspects of your environment, right? I do a lot of training on the outside of my environment to get me comfortable. I'm super uncomfortable in business at times. I'll be perfectly honest and vulnerable. You know, I take horseback riding lessons because I'm it's it's scary to me, right? I'm I'm purposely putting myself in environments that are, you know, making me feel uncomfortable to learn how to feel more comfortable in uncomfortable environments. There's still a lot of situations in business that get me comfortable. So, you know, don't look at me like I'm your whatever, I'm your example or your poster child for anything. Yeah. I, I'm telling you that, you know, that that person's still inside that vulnerability, that insecurity, mm-hmm. you know, that is still something that I work on every single day and I get help. I belong to a mastermind. I get coached. I, I ask for help now. I surround myself with great people. I read. I listen. I listen to awesome music. I work out at Orange Theory, like whatever your thing is that you have to get really hard in your head mm-hmm. it, this is the hardest part convincing yourself absolutely. that you can do it and that you're worthy of it absolutely but surrounding yourself like you said being in networks of like-minded people that will because we're all gonna kind of take a step back in that you know we're, we're processing it as women especially if you're of a certain age like i am me you too have, <laughs> hello you've gone through some things you have experienced the negative beliefs of others for so long that it's all, and then you're fighting through. If you're part of male-dominated industries, you are trying to peel back all those layers of insecurity. And so it comes and it goes, right? No matter how boss up we all look and all make it seem, we're all works in progress. Uh, you know, Tina, you just, you keep, anytime I speak to you, I, I get a nugget out of Tina. It's just non-stop nuggets. She is the best. Tina, it's that time. We're like dwindling down to time here. And, but you know, before I let you go, I do want to get from you that one lasting advice for our uh, sweet mates here at the Inside Her Sweet Spot about what they need and what they should be doing to advance, whether it's in their career or in their business to build their influence through digital marketing. Okay, so that's a that's a, a okay. Let's talk about your 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 digital marketing. Um, you're gonna ask for you need to ask for help. Um, that doesn't mean that it's paid help, everyone. Yeah. You know, talk to people who are doing it correctly. You know, again, look at Marsha. I'm I'm also to a, a a good example of it. Even before I launched my podcast, hello. I went to General Assembly in New York City and I learned from somebody else. And then I hired my podcast teacher at GA to be my podcast coach for three months. We didn't hit the play button, right? So just understand, just be in an, an environment, immerse yourself just in curiosity, you know? And, yeah. and so don't make any judgment calls. Just start from a, a clean slate and start just going around and asking people. You could even too do what I did. I hired interns. And I said, hey, I have this business. What do you think? What should I do right now? You can find really amazing talent. There's so many like people, students right now that are working towards bachelor's degrees yeah. and master's degrees that are so talented. 
right in your local community. You oh my God. You could be employing the next generation of yeah. leaders. Such yeah. a good point. The other thing that I want to say is that the digital marketing strategy, that's only part of it. Again, if you don't like believe things to be true, you know, do some work on yourself, you know, figure out, I, I know when my highs and lows are, I know how to get out of my lows. I don't get out of them instantly, but I still have them, you know, and for me again, you know, getting coaching, having that squad around me, having that internal board of directors and keeping my mind, like building a fortress around your mind and ideas of what you're capable of. I do a lot of journaling and writing stuff down. And yeah. if something is preventing you from like getting to that next level, you got to write that crap down and you got to like address it like a boss, on paper. address it like a boss on paper. Yeah. And then, you know, you'll manifest things only after you've removed some of the, the blocks, but it is a constant. It's not just, oh yeah, let me do this thing for like two weeks and, and then turn it off. It is constant. It never goes away. Like you, you said, you know, work in progress. We are forever, forever a work in progress. Forever. Tina, it's been my pleasure having you inside the salon today and being my guest for the Her Rise Salon Talk. You have dropped so much knowledge, so much gem. You guys, if you're not following Tina on social media, she does it online too all day. Her podcast is amazing. She really does bring top-notch guests in um, like Marsha, <laughs> Marsha's episode. <laughs> she really does. Tina, where could they find you? They could find you on LinkedIn, Twitter. Yeah, just go to LinkedIn, right? So if you're on Twitter, great. I think the most important part is just to is to connect me with on LinkedIn. If I don't answer you right away, you know, just give me a little bit of time. And then you could also too, you could email me at Tina at csuitesocialmedia.com. And again, what a special honor, Marsha. I love the work that you're doing to support women and you know your micro grants and your Horizon Conference and just everything that you're doing. So, you know, really is truly an honor for anybody that's listened today. If you took away, you know, one or two things, I'm also thankful that, you know, if I've been able to do something to improve your life the way that other people have helped me. And you too, Marsha, I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too, guys. You know how I like to end each broadcast. When we empower each other, we all rise. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.